far over the misty mountainside. Oh, shoot. That's my jam, bro. You like that? Yes, <laughs> man. I actually recognize that. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm listening to going to sleep tonight. Just going. Here, there's, uh, this I don't even know what those words Ready? Pretty it's good. Got that, You've been got practicing that, my, that. Got that in my back pocket. You got a few hours behind that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back to another episode of the mm-hmm. Living Shema podcast. Mm-hmm. Today, yes. we are going to do another Kingdom Kicks. Put on your Kingdom Kicks. Put them on. Oh, wait, Get ready to. Uh, Dang it. Yeah, you gotta, kicks or you gotta shoes. swing your feet up to show that you're wearing your kingdom kicks. And I'm gonna say, "Dang, you flexible! <laughs> <laughs> you really got them up there." Wow. So today, our kingdom kicks is actually the Living Shema podcast, and uh, so we're gonna get really meta. There's yeah. a podcast about the podcast that the podcast is, <laughs> and. The reason why we're doing this, I'll just kind of, I'll preface it first before we kind of get into the meat of it. We have been releasing Mm -hmm. episodes every Friday for the last, I think, 25 weeks. Boom. Every Um, week, (laughs) y'all. Because the first week we dropped four in a row. So, and and this is number 29. So this, you know, whatever the math is on that, but about 25 weeks in a row, every Friday, we've had something, and quite honestly... Uh, we're ramping into the summer, and there's just a lot going on. And so the every week thing probably just isn't going to work anymore. And so instead of just kind of like trying to make it work and ruining our uh, relationships with our wives. I know. And- <laughs> yeah. I want my wife to like still want to do this with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need um, their support. Thank you, women. Yes, yeah, seriously. So uh, we're we're going to take a little break. But the... Uh, um, but it's not necessarily like, hey, we'll see you in August. Uh, so we might be popping in here and there with episodes. But we're taking a break from the weekly schedule. That's you know, that's about it. What has this all been for? And we talked a lot about that in our last episode of like, what is anything for? What is the Christian life for? What are we ramping up to? And I think it's apt to consider, okay, we've just talked a lot of talk in 28 episodes about living Shema, what in the world are we doing about it? And how are we actually living up to this, this quite frankly, kind of lofty title of this project? Carl, tell me how this got started in the, in the first place, just to kind of give people just some context of, of why we even started recording um, a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I remember one of the things that God did to change my life, to heal me, and to prepare me to serve and lead other people, was that He led me into the joy and peace that so many professing Christians admit or confess is elusive. 
right? Mm. Like, yeah. my peace do I give you, Jesus says. Or mm-hmm. perfect joy we're supposed to have, right, if we walk in his commandments, namely that we love one another. A lot of people who are following Jesus, going to church every Sunday, are not experiencing the fulfillment of the promises that Jesus, that scripture makes to the person who is quote unquote following him. And I argue it's because they're not following him. So what God did with me was I just stopped everything. And basically I just read his word, prayed and begged him for wisdom and understanding in the scripture so that I could obey him. Not so I could go teach a really cool class. Not so I could be like this uh, impactful speaker. Nope. So I could see this happen in my life. That's when it came to me that I really wanted to share this experience with other people. Now I was equipped and qualified to teach other people. That's when the Lord really began to say yes to that desire and provide an outlet for that, which was partnering with you, sharing that vision with you, and yeah. carrying out. It was like two years of prep, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've, <laughs> we've been at this for a long time. It, we've always wanted this to be, for people to see this as like an example of uh, of just what it looks like for just two people to mm. be living Shema to the best of the ability that the, that the Lord has given them. And as a result, when we've talked, when we've done these podcasts, We've actually kind of purposely not done a whole lot of prep for it, which I don't know yeah. if that was a good idea or not. Yeah, but was, yeah. the point was kind of a off the cuff, talk about Romans 8 and what we know about it because it's just a passage that we love. And, and so lived. A, that's right. Yeah. And so as a result, there wasn't, you know, I don't think there were like these tweetable quotes. I was like, oh my gosh, they just revealed something new to me and my mind is blown. Really, what Mm -hmm. we wanted it to be was like, this is how excited you can be about a passage like Romans 8, and and we've also done 2 Corinthians uh, 5, just, you know, passages that we just love, even Psalms Mm -hmm. and and Proverbs, we Mm -hmm. had to think about that. But just like, what does it look like to just, that's just something that I like to read, that I've read before, that I take to heart, and that I get excited talking about it, and I'm not a scholar, but the point is, is like, living Shema, it's not, it's not this like intense thing where you have to become like a, a, a nomad uh, and a hermit, you know, and like, and, and like, you know, fast for 40 days and study, and all of a sudden you've, you've reached this thing. No, it's like... Uh, the the plumber can do it, the pastor can do it, the seminary student can do it, the photographer can do it. Anyone who uh, has believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, has believed in his death, burial, and resurrection, and believes that, truly believes that, then living Shema is for them, and being excited about God's Word, and, and living it out in such a way that when people see you, they see the light and hope and what you were talking about, the peace mm-hmm. and the joy of Jesus through them. And what do, what do they do every day? Oh, they, they teach at a kindergarten? You know, what what's so special about that? What's special about that is that they're doing that to the glory of God because because they understand um, they understand the gospel to that extent that they that they do everything that they do for the glory of God. And now that we're taking a, a small step back since 2017, when when you first gave me a phone call about mm-hmm. doing this project, yeah. up until May 2021, what has kind of been, 
how have you grown in these four years? Yeah, biggest part, I guess, if describe it, one word would be mercy. Learning to be merciful like our Lord is merciful. I mean, that's what this is all about, is being conformed to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. who knew no sin, yet he switched places with us, right? Substitution, yeah. mercy. And so I have been seeing that take place. I've been growing in mercy towards yeah. others and receiving his mercy for myself, which is so needed. Man, man, just he's been dropping me to my knees day after day after day. So I've seen it in my marriage. Um, I've seen it in my interactions with other people. So many of our episodes have come out of conflict that's been resolved God's way. Yeah. And so (laughs) bitterness being exposed and before it can take root, just obliterated, eviscerated by God's glory and grace. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so much of the passage, I mean, a lot of the things that we share, there are stories attached to them. But there has just been so much growth that's taken place over this time, learning not to depend on myself, but on God's grace and walking in faith, by faith in accordance with the words on this page and uh or the words on these pages of this book and so that's i mean in a nutshell really generally yeah that's 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 how i've been seeing it is in the relationships showing mercy having first received the mercy of god for myself and still continue to do that yeah how about you yeah i think keeping on the theme of just if i were to pick a word Mm. um it's been joy. I think that I think in what I've grown in a lot and specifically just from 2017 up until now and how, how we've been doing this project, a lot of things have not gone well for me, hmm. honestly, hmm. in, um, in personal life, in, uh, in hmm. business, mostly because of COVID. And then even just the weight that was sort of put on my shoulders like with the church that I am involved in right now, and I love it, you know, people were leaving and I was getting more responsibility. It was kind of becoming one of those things where it's like, if I get sick, like, what are we going to do? And then um, COVID happens and uh, all of a sudden I'm just, I'm just doing a lot. But just those two words, living Shema, experiencing joy in the midst of kind of stress-inducing uh, responsibilities and disappointments, but real, real, true joy. Um, just because of what I've learned in, and it hasn't been this project solely, but what is that joy coming from? Yeah. It's just, the, it's just the knowledge of knowing that, um, that what I don't deserve has been given to me, mm-hmm. salvation and, and the inheritance, and the ability. The opportunity, uh, the privilege to love the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then to love others as myself and to be able to show them what it looks like to love the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, Mm -hmm. and to show them, to show them the Lord Jesus uh, uh, through that. And just, yeah, anyway, I mean, that's, that's just been a big a big kind of theme of my life is joy, and it doesn't always come with a smile. I want to make that very clear. It's not this like, 
you know, I'm serving the Lord. Yes, sir. Whistle while you. It's not that at all. In fact, most of the time, it's it's not like I'm kind of treasured through it. But really, like I I know that what I'm doing is for is for a a higher purpose than myself, and I can I can kind of relish in the fact that um, that when I do it for God, that God is that God is pleased with me, and uh, and that I'm pleased to to please God. So looking into the future, I'm not talking about this. Yeah. Like I'm not talking about living Shema specifically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but what does living Shema look like? Um, we're taking a step back. It's given us more time yeah. to do what? <laughs> we do our right? very best not to be hypocrites here. We want to. Yeah, 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 to, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to. And I mentioned it. That's a good point. I mean, I mentioned that this is this title of our of our project is very lofty. <laughs> you know, living Shema. What does that mean? Yeah. It's a Hebrew word. It means to hear with <laughs> but it's implied like, belief or to open. It's like calling mm-hmm. our. It's like calling our podcast Christ-like. You know. <laughs> you know. It's, it, like it's very akin to that of like, okay, chill out, dude. <laughs> like, don't. But it, it's it. Living Shema is not something that we are um, that we have accomplished and it's done and now we're good. You know, but it's it's Check the box. Yeah, but it's a it's um. I'm gonna sound like a like a millennial, which I am. Do it. It's a lifestyle, dude. It's a lifestyle, bro. Yeah, bro. We live in a society. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's a lifestyle that that. Uh, yeah, that that is is the goal that we are trying to complete while we're. While we're doing it mm-hmm. too, I mean it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. with that, I mean, what what are we doing now? Yeah. Well, we're leaders in our churches, right? In our respective mm-hmm. communities. Scripture says that people should be looking at us and seeing the end result of our faith. They should look at our example and go, "That's what I want to be. That's reproducible. Yeah. That's worth following after them as they follow after Christ. Not doing everything the way they do it, but seeing how they're obeying these words." Applying it to their life, look at the result. Holy smokes, look at their kids. Look at their marriage. Look at their relationships with believers and with non-believers. Look yeah. at how they deal with themselves, right? And so when it comes to like what's coming next, I mean, this podcast can't be what it is unless we are actually doing what we're encouraging other people to do. Yeah. In a sense, we're using ourselves as guinea pigs or models for other people to look at and say, hey, like, this is what we're experiencing in following the Word of God. And mm. so what's next for my wife and I and our children is we're in the process of planting a church out of our home, and it isn't going to look much like, I mean, I feel like there's like, there's like, doc, there's like denominational stamps, you know what I mean? And I don't, we don't have a stamp for this. We just, we're going to go with what we know the Bible says we must do, and that's it for right now. And we're starting yeah. our house with a few people right now. It's like up to 15 souls. And that's good enough for us. And we want to be diligent and obedient to do what we have been doing. I know this works. <laughs> I know this works. I've led other people in this. And those people are leading other people in this. So as a disciple who's made disciples who have made disciples, I could walk with confidence that this is the real deal. And so I want to explore that, and I need time to explore that. And I want to continue that with my family. My wife is discipling people who are discipling people now. It seems like Christendom in the West is cool with mediocrity and, in fact, is offended by, like, 
like Z, Z, like zeal, like yeah. he's offended by zeal. Yeah, and we're not doing anything unbiblical, but what we've done is we kept it really simple. Man, we're so high minded in these Western countries. We're so high minded. We've just given it all to institutions, and we got all sorts of acronyms behind our names. But it's dead around here, man. And the world is laughing at this, and nobody's convinced that Christ was sent. It's like all the opposite of what Jesus yeah. told us was going to happen. Yeah. But we've been finding in this small corner of Kalamazoo, not only in a personal testimony, not only in our family, but with the people that God has given us, just a few people that God has given us, people are consistently seeing growth in us that they would like to obtain for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so we believe that simply devoting ourselves to the Word of God, fellowshipping together, eating together, remembering the Lord the way He told us to through communion, the Lord's Supper, breaking the bread, we would call it, and begging for power to keep it going and growing through prayer is enough to show people that Jesus Christ was sent when we begin to love one another as Christ told us to and demonstrated to us and being one as he is one with the father i've learned it's possible and i want to explore that more and i can't wait to tell people about what god's doing after this time of pursuing and living shema Mm -hmm. that is to hear and to heed yeah yeah what about you homie what you (laughs) gonna explore what you going after yeah i mean um it's no surprise that other than the very specific things that you're that you're mm-hmm. gonna do in terms mm-hmm. of like the the church launch, mm-hmm. um, you just you said a lot of the things that I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> just some like okay, because I read your if, notes. No, <laughs> yeah, that, are, uh, that we spent hours talking about. <laughs> we like what what do we do from now? Yeah, I mean, you said it just at the last part. Mm. Um, I'm committed to the apostles' teaching, yeah. you know, reading the Word of God. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm committed to fellowship in the breaking of bread. I'm not just talking about getting together. I'm talking about gathering around a meal, man. Yes, baby. Um, and I'm commi- I'm, be- I'm going to be committed to prayer, and it, mm-hmm. it's like um, just with this, this almost this urgency that yes. it's like this is this is what Scripture has commanded us yeah. to do, and like we got to go, just go, just go do it, <laughs> you know, just go and. Do those three things. I mean, yes. it's crazy how complicated we make church wow. and how complicated we make being with one another. That's right. There's three things. I don't know where the rule of threes came from, if that's inherently a biblical thing or not, or like it's as easy as ABC. It's as easy as one, two, three. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, living Shema, living out the Christian life, yes. it is not easy in terms of doing it, but how to do it, the mm-hmm. formula, oh yes. man, it's cake. Simple. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Apostles teaching. Yeah. Fellowship and breaking of bread and prayer. If you're not doing one of those, if you're not doing two of those, if you're not doing all three, yeah. just start doing it. Really uh, becoming a family in the church that um, uh, that is completely, that is all in yeah. for living Shema, That's all right. in for those three things. Yeah. And our hope and prayer has always been if we are all in. What we hope is that um, this family is that way now, and this family is mm-hmm. that way now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we're not. I'm not saying we're going to be the first either. So, Second City Church people listening to this, you're like, "Who does he think he's not?" But, but we do want to. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, 
you don't you're the first person um but uh but we want to just become an example even within our own church yeah. to for people to come and uh experience you know fellowship apostles teaching and prayer and then go do it themselves disciples making disciples i mean i got i i got a lot more to say just of specifics mm. but um mm-hmm. but it's going to take a long time yeah. of just the growth that we've even seen since 2017 of people in our church rising up yeah. Um, yeah. through the power that God has given us to empower others. And I'm, you know, you, you almost get nervous about saying that because it, it makes, it really sounds like you're like, Oh, because of what I've done all this thing. And it's like, if that's what you're hearing, you're hearing the wrong thing. You haven't been listening to this podcast because like we did <laughs> so little for that to happen and yet the Lord has been working yes. in our community yes. to just um, make, yes. just explode it with, with leaders and people who want to start stepping up to the plate and, and living Shema alongside with us and transforming our community, country, and world. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> All right, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. See you not next week, but maybe in... A few weeks. I quit. I I can't do this anymore. Living Shema is produced by Benjamin Foote and Carl Wellborn Jr. Our intro and outro music was produced by Jason Vaughn. If you have a question, comment, or quip, please contact us via email at livingshemaofficial at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.